What up, what up, Beef Nation? Welcome back to the pod. This is the boys expressing emotions and feelings. What's up, Beef Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the boys expressing emotions and feelings. I'm Matt McPherson, and as always, I got Jack Hinnenkamp. Hey! <laughs> I got Sean Dobble. What's up, boys? And I got Matt Nicholson, a.k.a. Stevie Nicks. What's up, cuties? Uh, yeah, so... No wheel again this uh, episode. We had a wheel last time. I guess episode. we did, yeah, last time. We're just going to hit some questions that You're you guys... you spoiling said. it right away? Oh, I... I'm just fucking with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Um, yeah, so some of you guys uh, sent in a question. Appreciate to all those yeah. who wrote in questions. Yeah, uh, we're going to answer some of them because we like interacting with you guys. Um, yeah. That's the, whole, that's the whole point of this, really. We don't do it for ourselves. We do it for the Beef Nation. Yeah. Yeah. We're really selfless people. So, Sean, you want to... Uh, yeah, so... Whoa. <laughs> Getting fancy over there. What? Like, oh, Mick Pearson picked up the mic. I was like, well, what did I do already? Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to read out some questions that uh, you guys wrote in. Again, like uh, everyone said, shout out to y'all for uh, sending us some stuff. Uh, we have like a wide variety, like I'd say some funny ones, some lighthearted ones, some kind of serious deep ones. So I think we'll just start with a mixed bag, if you will. Yeah. Ooh. So I think we'll just kind of just start with, we'll put one out there. What? are you most excited for in like in the rest of your life? Like what's the one thing you're most looking forward to that's still to come? I guess what I'm most looking forward to in, uh, I guess starting a family that's like, uh, there's other steps to like get there, like along the way. Like I'd like to get like a job I love. Um, but I guess in like the grand scheme of like life as a whole, like to start your own family and stuff. It's like what I'm really looking forward to just cause, um, I don't know. Ever since I was little, like I always knew I wanted to have kids and stuff. And now I'm getting close to the age where it would be time to, you know, do that. Right. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm, mm-hmm. I would love to have some children because kids, kids rule. Sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you two are the ones that work with kids either currently or soon to be, but that's mine too. Like not only have a family like that, obviously that, but also I can't wait just to like, like have like be a coach and just like be like up like with them for all those like things. You know what I mean? It'd be so cool to like shoot hoops with your kid in like the driveway or like coach their little league baseball team or something like that or softball, like whatever. But it'd be so cool to, uh, have that opportunity, you know, like be a part of that. And like Jack and I are coaching a basketball team right now. And, uh, we we were like, we stayed after and watched a little bit of like the game after our team's game. And I was like, Jack, dude, like, holy shit. I don't know how our parents did this. You know what I mean? Like they went and watched like fourth grade basketball and the scores like eight to 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they sat there and mm-hmm. spent their Sunday afternoon doing that. Driving but, all through that traffic. Yeah. Taking us to practice. Yeah. Or like I played travel baseball. So like driving around like the entire state I like realized, every weekend to games and shit. And I also, I also realized with practice, you got to drive them there, drop them off, drive back. And then 45 minutes later, drive there, pick them up. Drive. It's like, a, it's a lot of... 
commuting. For yeah, yeah, it's funny. Um, and you really didn't think about it as a kid. Yeah, you know, getting taken to these games and practices. Exactly. It's funny now, like being able to drive, as opposed to when you couldn't. Because when you couldn't drive, it w- in my mind, it wasn't a big deal. Because like someone was always driving me. But now I'm like, if I didn't have my license at this age, I'd be like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> I'd be freaking out. But also like having kids, I feel like. There's always that, like, um, I guess everyone thinks that way, this way, but, like, and sometimes I see, like, adults with kids right now, and their kids are, like, can be kind of annoying. I'm like, oh, pff, my kids aren't going to be like that. My kids are going to be, like, so cool. That probably won't happen, which is scary. No, it will. You think so? Yeah. You're I feel cool like most guy. kids go through. Because you raise your kids how you want, like, you'd want to be raised, almost. Right. But like sometimes kids are just like annoying. Like I knew I, I know I was like annoying. A little Apple bit doesn't a kid. fall far from the tree, bro. <laughs> well, I feel like it's kind of going waves too, right? Like there's the beginning when like they just adore you and all they want to do is spend time with you, and then they like meet friends and stuff and have like playdates and shit. And then it gets like the weird eleven, twelve age where they hate like, yeah, everything. and they hate everything. And they hate you, and then like the high school where like they get distance and like they want their so, like that's gonna be weird, right? When like the kid that you've like created and supported now like doesn't like yeah, like I remember times I was like a complete dick to my parents. I'm like, why was I like that? But I don't know. And I also like struggle because as a kid, I was always like, I'm gonna be such a good parent. Like it's not that hard with kids. And I think the farther you get away from kids, like you relate less. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or now like. If like work is stressing me out, then like work stresses me out. But when, when you have kids, like right now that doesn't affect anybody, right? Like I can right. have a shitty day at work and then whatever, like I have a few roommates, but I can just like avoid them if I'm not in a good mood or some shit, right? It's whatever. But if you have like a kid, like you have to like, they're like, daddy, the kid daddy, up daddy practice. yeah, like make them dinner, I do all this shit. stupid TV show and you're like, holy shit, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> or like you got to like. Even if like you have a big project to do at midnight, you got to like get off, like take your kid to baseball practice, drive home. You have 45 minutes to do pretty much nothing to then go back and get them. You're like, holy shit. But yeah. like, and, and you, you, you got you you to learn. pay for them and stuff. Yeah. Like a lot. Of and they're money. like, yeah. And like, the, what if they had a bad day at school and then they're like in a mood and like being a pain in your ass and you're like, I don't know. Like, how do you like turn your brain off? Is what like maybe nervous is me, like nervous is me. Like that's got to be difficult. It makes you nervous. Yeah, yeah. So nervous is me. Thanks. But, uh, uh, this is nervousing me. <laughs> but yeah, definitely like this is nervousing me a lot. <laughs> I definitely have gone way too long. But I agree with McPherson, like having a family, but also just like being there for your kid. And yeah, like hopefully getting to like coach or like teach them something that they're passionate in and then watch them grow into that thing. I think would just be such a beautiful thing to witness. Yeah. I, I feel you. Uh, for me, I guess it would just be like the the step right before that, which would be like find, finding my person, right. you know. Um, I think that's just going to be so exciting. And you like finally know. You're like, holy shit. Like, yeah, I, like might spend the rest of my life with this person. Um, I like to like think about them, you know, every now and then I'd just be like, you know, like, what are they up to? You know what they doing right now? Oh, yeah. Like that's t- nice. Yeah. 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 Think about that. Yeah. I've never thought like that, but that's cool. Like, yeah, like they're I, out there right now. And I, and I, I always go like, they probably struggling too. They good. <laughs> I'd be like, I, I'd be like, I, it's okay. You know, like and they're wondering we'll get about through me. this. We'll get through this. <laughs> Holy fuck! I have, I have never thought about it. Yeah, like dude, that. I like your that. person. Like your person is just out there chilling right now. 
You know, they might be dating someone else. They may be who knows, but they're out there. Maybe they're already married. Yeah, they could be, maybe, but they're there. Maybe they're in high school right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they could be. <laughs> Dude, uh, the way you were talking about that, how happy you got, made me emotional. Yeah. You were, oh, you had so much joy when you were talking about you that. Yeah, that was dude, awesome. It, it, like, Whoever I get, Stevie's wife is, you're a fucking lucky girl. Yeah, I, I don't. Fu- what? You're a fucking what? Lucky girl. <laughs> what did you hear? <laughs> I Nothing. heard like lick something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just when every time I get like a little. I mean, he's sweaty. A little down. I'm like, I like to think about that. It makes me happy. To know that she's out. Maybe you already met her too. You know? Maybe, maybe statistically, that'd be cool too. I've always thought about that. If you've already met, like who, like how you like just like met one of our friends is kind of into that t- statistic right now. Yeah, like they say, what you meet, most people have met their significant other that they're going to marry by what, like twenty one or something. Twenty five. Yeah, I don't know the number. I've heard. I thought it was twenty five. Maybe going to be an outlier, dog. Yeah, my parents met after thirty. So I mean, I feel like that number is going to get bigger throughout time yeah like it's gonna i feel like the like the average age is already pushing back further and further for people yeah. getting married and people having kids but yeah i think falling in love and just knowing that like that person is going to be like the person you're gonna spend the rest of your life is must be like one of the coolest feelings in the world and then everything that comes with that like because that because once you find that person then like that's like an unconditional love relationship you know like the relationship like you have with your parents or your siblings like it's unconditional yeah and then and then you get to spread that unconditional love that you have with that partner with hopefully if you want to like your kids and so yeah it's all beautiful in my mind that's solid thanks guys yeah i could say the exact same as you family hosting events, like giving back, doing all that. But I think the thing I'm looking forward to the most is like developing new hobbies because there's so many things out there that I really want to try that I haven't been able to yet. I think that as I get older, like having more time to figure out what those are and how much fun they are, if I like them or not, would be really cool. Just like, you know, do you have one like in mind? Like I'd love to, you know, start playing the piano. I'd love to like learn okay. Spanish, as we've talked about. I've loved to like. Right, you want to like know five the, languages I, as your like yes. as all, all the as romantic a hobby, languages. A <laughs> uh, you know, I'd love to like, um, like really like cook all my meals rather than you know go out to eat. Like, I think that'd be really cool. But uh, yeah, there's a, a bunch of different things. Woodworking or even pottery. I think pottery is a big mm. one that I think would be sweet. Mm. Um, yeah. I've also thought like tattooing is really cool. Like learning how to tattoo someone would be sweet. So. There's a bunch of ideas flowing around. I just think once I have the resources, the means, and that comes with all what you guys said, meeting your person, having a family. Like I think once you get into your established time of your life where you don't really need to worry about financial aspects as much as you should, as you previously did, you can start kind of doing things for your leisure and enjoyment. I think that's an awesome mindset because there's like, it might be like 30 or like 35. Like they say, like there's like some age where you like stop listening to like new music and that number always, that always scares me. Like, I always want to like keep listening to new music. Cause just because, you know, like it's all good. Like it's all good music. Like, you know, just cause you didn't grow up in the era. So I think it's like a good mindset to always be like trying new stuff because I feel like it's, you become an age where you get like stuck in your ways and your habits. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I had this thought a couple of days ago. That new music sucks. Not that new music sucks. Not that at all, but just like. I like the music I listen to. 
like a lot of the music I listen. Like, I don't in high school. I like knew when shit was dropping, listened to it at midnight, and did all that. In college, I kind of like lost steam just because like, I was busy doing college things, and that just wasn't like a priority for me. And now I'm like, oh, like they have a new album. Like, okay, cool. I'll wait six months and see what songs stick, and then I'll and then I'll see what's good. And I used to never be like that, but now I'm just like, damn, like I, I like the shit I listen to and like, I don't know, it's still good. So I just keep playing it. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it's always going to be good. Like the, but I just it feel, scares myself, me too. I feel me. myself I, entering the next stage in that career where I'm like, fuck, yeah, like feel, I'm getting older. I feel that some ways sometimes too. Uh, good cue. That was a good cue. All right. Uh, next one we have. What age do you want to be when you die? On a little somber note. I want to be like the oldest man ever. Do you? That would, dude. I think that'd be kind of cool. That would be sick. Like I want to be in so much pain that death is like, I like want it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Like pain, you know what I mean? Life is so insufferable. Yeah, like if I live one more day, I will kill myself. Wow. You probably don't even have the strength to do that. Exactly. <laughs> like um, 135. Ooh, I like that. That's insane. You know how sick it would be to live to like 2,100? No. I want to. Dude, well, I'm telling you. We'd I be want what, you. 102? Yeah. You don't think that'd be sick? It'd be cool to say, but like, dude, your body at 102 would have to just like, <laughs> it'd have to hurt. You don't know what technology would be like then. That's true. And they do always say like this 80 year old just ran a marathon. So like, if you definitely like keep your body working, mm -hmm. like, you probably can. But I, my 100th birthday is you on gotta Friday. I'll be honest. You got to show me, a, you got to show me a video of an 80 year old running. Okay, maybe it wasn't an eight-year-old. But like, you there's, know, there's always. I'll show you a video of an eight-year-old fucking in the basketball mm -hmm. league we play. And there's seventy-five-year-old men getting up and down That's ninety-four true. feet. That is true. That is true. That's and not eighty. Okay. okay. Five years, brother. All right. There's a lot that can happen. I there. think my Mr. Literal over here. I think my number's <laughs> eighty-eight, just because it's got a nice ring to it. You don't want to hit the nineties. No. the The real answer is whenever I feel like I can't like provide for myself. Like, oh, as as you, like, like when you become a burden to others. Yeah. Like yeah. if I'm in a nursing home like, or I'm like never, my kid has to come take Jack. care of me all the time. What? With Jack, I'm never going. What if, like if you're if still the mentally day, there? If, like you're still mentally really sharp. Like you're still able to like read and comprehend well. That's like a big fear. Yeah. And you're able to still have like, like conversations, but like physically, like you're not there. I think it would depend on how physically I'm not there. Like, if I can't do, like, a single thing for myself, yeah, like I think it would get old. But I think yeah. when your mind is still there, like, my... He wasn't technically my grandpa, but he was pretty much my grandpa. He, like, physically wasn't there for a while, but his mind was always sharp. So, it's, like, a ton of fun to hang out with him, right, and do stuff with him because he would tell cool stories. And, like, you're at that age when you're old, you don't really give a fuck about, like, any like social construct like at all you know what i mean like he'll ask the waitress like what whatever and it was like hilarious like he i don't know like he's just like goofy but as soon as you lose your mind it's a good point like as soon as he lost his mind it was like kind of hard you know what i mean when you just yeah. like it's not like always there and like he forgets stuff and then it's just like hard to watch that would you rather so maybe when i started to lose that would What's you up? rather lose body function or like your mind well clearly body body function, function. my my 
grandmother had dementia and it's it's really yeah that's like it's a huge really fear of mine to watch yeah like alzheimer's dementia memory loss any of that like not being able to remember the people or the memories you made that's terrible also to my future kids whoever if they decide to put me in a nursing home i'm copying a one-way ticket to switzerland and getting euthanized never spent washington s- euthanizes state yep go to switzerland yeah, it'd be cool to go to switzerland yeah go to first. switzerland yeah. yeah it's true see what's over there it's cooler mm-hmm. I'm yeah, I'm not going to nursing home. I'm not yeah. putting my parents in a nursing no, home. No, no shot. Mm-mm. Not that saying people that have put in their parents. Well, yeah. yeah, like that's I just, not a, it's a personal preference. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Like yeah. I think it would. I think it would shorten my life. Like, I think I, some people like have to put people in nursing homes, though. I understand. I don't. I just like for you. You wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. No, I'd rather. Yeah, like have my parents like live with me. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's got to be so. I commend you for that, and I'm not saying that's the wrong answer. Because I think I would probably do the same, but that's got to be so difficult on you and your significant other if you bring your parents in. You think so? Yeah. I do. Yeah. I don't know. Your parents gave up a lot for you, like, growing up. No, I would do it. My my mom is talking about, like, there's, like, this stage where, like, a lot of people, like, they get to around, like, their 60s and 70s where they're, like... Even like some people in their 50s who have older parents where they're like raising their kids and then they're also having to like take complete care of their aging parents. And it's like really, really stressful and like so much work and really tough on like their mental health and stuff like that. So that's what my parents have told me. They don't want to move in with me when they get older. They said they're going to go to like some community. You're moving with Sarah? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they, they said they want to move into like a community with like... It, you like they like you like transitioned you know like you like start more independent and then like a retired community yeah and then like you still like live in that area and then like it's more of like assisted living like my since. grandpa had to like he lived in a neighborhood and it was all 55 or 65 up whatever it was and like they do the yard work for you right but he had his own house yeah so in the beginning when he moved in right he could do everything on his own People just mowed his lawn and stuff, which was nice. But like, no one came inside. And I think last time's like a doctor or whatever. But I think like the older he got, maybe he had more help. And there's like a community center with like a pool and like different like activities or events, right? So you can like get as involved or as little involved as you want in the community. But it's kind of nice. It's I not a full it's, nursing home, but like you have to your point. Like, I want to live in a retirement community right now. Why? I think it'd be sick. Why? To have my neighbors be like all these just like elderly people walk out. What's up, Jim? Looking very sprightly today. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, good to see you again. And just, we playing chess later, my dude? Yeah, you want a bingo tonight? Yeah, yeah. I'll I heard see you at 4.30. I'll see you at bingo tonight. Yeah. You Here's meatloaf day. <laughs> Jim. I turned new jello way. again. I'll be like, Jim, you see the new Resident in 4D? Just quite the look, right? <laughs> My Beatrice is the only one for me, man. You know that to be a fact. I said, come on. She's been dead five years, Jim. You got to get back out there. She's she's young. She's 78. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, what age for you? I got to hit 100. Yeah. I think it's a personal goal of mine to hit triple digits. Hmm. If I died on my 100th birthday, I think that'd be a perfect way to go. Yeah, like it wouldn't be so much a birthday, be like a celebration of life. We're like, hey, he did it. Let's get him. Let's you know have a great time, enjoy his memory, and you know we'll remember him for the rest of our lives. I love that. I better die after my wife. 
I want to die before. I don't know. I don't want to put my wife through that. I would die of heartbreak. That's a real thing, too. Yeah, it's a real thing, and I would. I I would. So my my answer is. So my answer is kind of like Jack. I would love to hit triple digits, but my grandma did live to 102, and I can't let her win. So I gotta gotta beat her. <laughs> Do you know um, how many days? Was, Do you need like a, is uh, it a day? Or just gotta hit 103 because we don't know how many days, and just let's got, let's just get to 103. Um, she, you know, it'd be Your kinda, grandma's 102. She she passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, what she was born in. 19, 1915 died in 2018, 2017. No, yeah, or yeah, 2017, something like that. Math tough. I can't remember. Yeah, math. I can't remember what year she died. Um, but yeah, gotta win. Do you remember those Gotta Smuckers win. commercials that would be like the oldest people yeah, so, alive? That's what I want to be on. I want to be yeah, on the so Smuckers commercials. I was actually going to bring that up. I want it. So I remember when I first started watching, it was probably like, you know, we were like five, six. So it was like 2004, 2005. And I always wanted to see someone born in the 1800s pop up. But you know, like being 107, you know, there wasn't, you weren't probably. So what do we see like? No. 1902, 1903. And I always would be like, I want to be the guy in 2100. Born in 1998, they're like in some in some kids like whoa, look at that motherfucker. Can you like, ah, like go listen to my podcast? <laughs> the three of them died. I'm doing it by myself. Can you? Imagine? It's just called the boy expressing emotions and things. <laughs> and I am that boy. Can you imagine the life that that person had? Oh, crazy! Mm. Like what they lived through. Yeah, like what a crazy. Century, yeah, the Dust Bowl. <laughs> she was disgusting. Well, wasn't that 18 or earlier? Yeah, you're talking both world wars, a great, great depression, depression, the roaring 20s. So they were in their um, they were in their 20s in the roaring 20s, which mm-hmm. must have been sick, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, well, they might have to, shit. but they also might have to fight in World War One if they were dude. What do you think they thought when they saw mm. sliced bread? They would have been 18 when the. They probably thought uh, it was like some they might have said, but they might have went in early because like that was what Waffle did. Oh, we're having like two combos. Yeah, What's but they, they, what we were just saying, like, would they have been in World War One? Because they would have been seventeen when the United States. Of course, entered. at the time it was just called the Great War because they didn't think it was going to happen again. Well, true, mm-hmm. but they could have fought in both world wars. My grandpa yeah, fought in World War Two. Really? Yeah, my grandfather fought, did too. He was in it. My grandfather he was in Italy. Legally enlisted. Badass. Yeah, he was 17. Meanwhile, I'm 17. Haven't even kissed a woman yet. <laughs> My grandpa's over there destroying Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't on the Pacific Theater? Yeah, he likes movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. I don't know where he was. Never met him, so don't know. So you guys all said like over 100. I mean, that would be ideal. That'd but- be sick. But when it happens, it happens. My life is meant Sean, to you'll be. Sean, you'll have been be. dead for 12 years. If I'm, yeah. That's if I, if I make it that far. We'll, we'll, we'll be like, you remember, Sean? 
Oh, Sean. Oh, Sean. Oh, it was a good one. Oh, you remember he moved to Atlanta for a couple days and he didn't like it and he came back. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was so funny. Oh, gosh. What a, what a character that guy was. Borna. <laughs> he really did live to 88, just like he said. Uh, the next one we have is, what's your biggest fear? And I think we talked like maybe doing like rational and irrational yeah. fear. You kind of already said yours. Oh yeah, that, but I have another one. Irrational said I'm going to get testicular cancer. Cause one time I read in bank camp. Is that irrational? Maybe it's rational, but I read something in a book in one of my like books for school. And it was like tall, slender white men who smoke marijuana are more susceptible <laughs> to <laughs> Did contracting or being diagnosed with ball cancer? Did it have an ash? And it was between the ages of like eighteen and twenty-three. So I think I just cleared the window. Yeah. Oh, thank God, we made it out. Did it have an asterisk that said, uh, "Please ignore if you're hot as fuck"? Mm. No, it's it please you, ignore uh, if you photograph extremely well. Right. So, so that's it, why I'm, I'm out. Because if it did, <laughs> you're okay. I think another the, like the biggest irrational fear I have, or maybe a fear in general, is like someone's going to follow me home and shoot me in the head when I get out of my car. Mm. Like that's how I'm going to go. You like follow, like you like track of like a course following you. Yeah. Right? yeah, I do. Like after two turns, maybe yeah. like time wise, like 30 seconds if you're behind me, I'm like, bro, that's why in movies when they're like, somebody has a tail, I'm like, how the fuck do you not know you have a tail? Right. I'm like, I would clearly see them. Don't you like to think that though? I feel like they probably play it up to be a little bit more than it is. I don't know, but I agree. I would. I notice when there's anything that's happening behind me, so that's an irrational fear that I have. Should probably keep your eyes on them. But especially if you're doing something illegal, wouldn't you like always know your surroundings? Yeah, it'd be like Henry Hill looking for the fucking helicopters and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alex Murdoch talks about how paranoid he was all the time. I guess a fucking pussy. Yeah, that's an interesting case for sure. What's your biggest fear? Who? Yeah, who are you looking at? Kind of just like looking at McPherson. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> my biggest fear. You know, the thing is, people get confused by our voices. Yeah. So a lot of people got confused by Stevie and Jack's nah, voice. Dude, I asked one of our friends. They're like, "You all sound like fucking bros," and I was like, "Yeah, true." Yeah. So really, they they called you out the most. They're like, Sean is like. <sighs> Such, <laughs> such a bro. Yeah. I was like, Sean? Get that a lot. Dive? And then um, my biggest fear is probably, yeah, it might be losing my, but also like the minute I start, when you get older, you like start to lose like bodily functions. So like the minute that starts, gonna I'm going to be like, Ooh. if I can't do something that I used to be able to do, that like really freaks me out. Like not being able to, I guess, run fast, you know, mm-hmm. go like go on a sprint. The minute I can't do that, where it's like too dangerous to do that, that'll freak me out. Um, another big fear is that like my kids will die before me. Sometimes, um, when I eat something and it, I end up like not feeling so great afterwards. I'm like, I, right, I'm gonna die. 
like I, something like I there was like a, something in there that's gonna kill me. Gro- I had a I had the parasite fear growing up as a kid. I yeah. watched way too much of that. Like I didn't know what was inside me type shit, and mm-hmm. they always had like massive parasites. I'm like, oh my god, that's gonna like happen. If you to ate me. black yeah. seeds in a watermelon, a watermelon was gonna grow inside you. Did you ever think that? No, that horrified me. No, but I just more thought like. Uh, for some reason, how I was going to end up in the middle of the Amazon and contract uh, rarest oh, like parasite yeah. in the world. Like, I was I don't super know why. scared of getting Ebola. Dude, <laughs> yeah. dude like, yes. When the Ebola outbreak, like, when COVID fuck, happened, our life is over. <laughs> COVID happened. I'm like, oh, what is this shit? When Ebola broke out, I was like, oh. <laughs> it's true. I was like, I don't want fucking Ebola. That shit sounds awful. You start awful. shitting and throwing up, and then you yeah. die. And then you die. And then that's how like people catch it is through your throw up. What? Like if I were like have a bowl and I throw up on you, you got a bowl. Well, then just hit the toilet. But that's bro. the only way. Fluids is the only way it can be. Uh, mm. So that's why I wasn't like COVID was a pandemic because it was just so easily. An- yeah. Another irrational fear of mine is like I'll lose like a limb. <laughs> you got. You know that's a fetish, right? For some people. What? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I learned about this in my biomedical ethics class. Some people. Uh, like sexualized, they feel they are more attractive and they see themselves without like a limb and they, or they find that more desirable in a partner. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the whole, the whole question was like, should people be allowed to like self amputate themselves? But like, it's the same, but like it, hold up. It's like the whole logic. If you're going to be like, no, it's, I can use the whole same logic of like, then you think like abortion should be illegal. Cause then you're telling people what they can and can't do over their body. It's a, it's an interesting, argument. I was going to say, yeah, go for oh. it. If you want to chop oh. off your arm, like I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm the same way. Do what you yeah. want. But like, yeah, but just like, like what if I like lost my arm in like a freak accident? Like I can't throw like a baseball anymore. That would suck. Yeah. Are you done sharing all your fears? I feel like you could have gone on forever. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. My bad. No, you're good. <laughs> I really thought you were unloading there for It's a 12-way tie for my irrational fears. <laughs> Go ahead. Mine? Uh, my uh, fear is heights, but like falling, I think. Like not just like being up high, like in a plane or like on the roof of my building at work. Like that doesn't scare me, but... Being like near the edge or like in a roller coaster when you're like dangling and like not like really in the cart like that freaks me out. You don't like roller coasters? No, I don't ride roller coasters. Like even as a kid, like I would just like hold all the stuff and I still like don't ride roller coasters or like when as a kid. You know, like that feeling you get when you're asleep. I know what the falling no. feeling. I had yeah. to sneeze. I see. Uh, you can still. I still get it. Right I, now, man. I get it. Like yeah, like not even Daydream. once a year, but I still will like shoot up in my bed like i hate it i, I hate, hate it as too. a kid when like you feel like you're falling so that's i a think defense that's mechanism. what i like, don't like what is that like sleeping thing yeah where you go like that but like it's like you feel like the bed's gone you're falling oh i'm always in a chair when i for me when i'm falling and i wake up i'm always dreaming that i'm sitting in like a high chair and the high chair falls over and then i wake up that's a defense mechanism that's like that's, when you jolt yeah I, I, I believe that. It's like a fight or flight type thing. You think yeah. like you're being attacked. Like back in the day, like when we didn't have, when we lived out in the wilderness, like, uh, you know how people like fall asleep, like they're going like this yeah. all the time, like with their neck, like back Like head forth. bobbing. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a defense mechanism too. 
So like you don't fully like fall asleep. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't know that. But yeah, I hated that feeling as a kid. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It just like freaks me out. It's like, I don't like, like I remember as a kid, like climbing up the lighthouse and the outer banks and not like my cousins, like dangling over the edge, like half of his body is like over the edge. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like sitting up against the wall. Like, fuck this. I want to go down. Like never been a, a heights guy. And I've learned to like, kind of get over Like I can like go to the edge and be like, Oh, like, that's cool. But like, I'm very quickly, like, I'm just going down feet on the ground. Kind of. Uh, I'm a, I'm a big believer that, that that's not an irrational fear. That's a completely rational, yeah, that's my fear. rational fear. That's a completely, yeah. I like to say I have a healthy fear of heights. Like it's not unhealthy. Yeah. Like, like I'm never going to go skydiving. Yeah, take two like, I don't understand the, like okay. the th- like why yeah, people like, go skydiving. I'm I'm saying like if I would have saw someone like hanging over the ledge of that the lighthouse, my, I would have been like, what what, what are you doing, dude? He's like <laughs> really like his chest was over it. I'm like, yeah. if you slip, bro, like that is GGS. Yeah, and Good that's game. my fear. Like when you're falling down like that, what goes through your mind? Oh yeah, fuck that. So anyway, that's my rational fear. My irrational fear. It's gonna answer that question. But oh, what is it? Well, the you know like people that jump off like the Golden Gate Bridge. No. You've well, yeah. That? Like I, the, I don't know anyone that's done that. Like, um, well, people have done that. I don't know if it's the Golden Gate Bridge. It's some fucking bridge in California, but people like it's the Golden. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, people jump off it to kill themselves, and like people that have survived, they're like, "What were you thinking of when you like jumped?" They were like, "Why'd I do that?" Basically, you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, but I just don't want to experience it. So no, I feel you. That's like my, all. I, like and they're in midair. They're like, I don't want to kill myself. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's so. Oh, it's so sad. Oh, yeah, yeah, but isn't that sick when you like you end up like not like yeah. dying? Yeah. yeah, like you have like a second chance. Like what? A, like what a, well, I don't know. I think I might have read. I would have thought that like you'd have such like a new like outlook on life. They might have like some sort of like but survivor I think I, skill. I think I read that like it's like. This guy was like, yeah, you would have thought that, like, I wouldn't want to, like, die anymore, like, be depressed. He's like, but I wasn't, like, I was still, like, depressed after that. I was like, interesting. That sucks. Yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, don't want to experience that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't want to have those thoughts. Or, yeah, falling, no bueno. Feet on the ground kind of guy. Irrational fear, I think, is, uh, like, being alone. Like never meeting someone? No. Well, like that is definitely a fear, but not that. Because I think like that will happen. I think like when like you die, if like no one came to your funeral, Mm. like if you know, if truly like no one was like in your corner, just like we're so thankful. Like I'm, I'm thankful that I have like the three of you and a lot of other really good friends, right? To like go to for support or like if I need to like talk anything out right I have those people or like my parents but dude like I don't know I think my biggest fear is like you don't have like true people for you like that you know like if like and I don't know if it's because like I'm about to move or whatnot but like if I was to call and be like I need someone right now like would someone like drop everything for me and like go if I was to die unexpectedly, like would someone like take care of my kids or like go to my funeral or like make sure that like my shit is okay? You know what I mean? I think that's my biggest fear. It's like you don't have someone that would do that for you and not expect anything in return. Is it kind of like you're like you hope that the people that are being so quote unquote genuine in your life are saying who they are? 
maybe, or I guess like maybe even like in high school and stuff, I felt like I had a lot of friends, but didn't have like your core guys. You know what I mean? Like I had a bunch of people that like I would hang even like not just like school friends where you only hung out with them at school. Like I'd hang out with them outside of school. But like it's just like your ride or die, like core guy. And then one of my friends from high school, his like dad passed away unexpectedly. And his like fraternity brothers like were at the funeral and like one of them got up and talked and was like, We got you. Like to his like wife and to his kids, like no matter what happens, like we got you. And I thought that was so like powerful the dad's fraternity yeah sorry the dad's fraternity brothers like came into town right and they'd like known her because they were high school sweethearts so they've known her since she's like 18 or whatever and we're just like we have you like no matter what happens like we will make sure that like you're taken care of and like i thought that was just such a powerful thing you know and like i don't i i don't we don't talk about that now obviously so i don't know what's transpired from that but like damn like how reassuring is that for the dad that passed away to know like his guys, like no, we're going to take care of his family no matter what happened. Like, I just think that's so cool. And I think like, at, like I want that, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I think that's awesome to want. And I think, I mean, I don't know. I can speak for myself. I think I can speak for these guys. I mean, I think we have your back in that way. Um, yeah. I mean, I definitely have it. So I don't know why that's like, I just no, think that's my I biggest think that's, fear. I or think like, that's, I think it's good to fear bad. it because you know, I think it's, <laughs> yeah. Sean, I think it's good to fear it because you, you, you know what you value. Me. Yeah, I'm moving. No, you didn't go to my birthday, jeans. <laughs> strike one. Because I really just want guys that are like there for me. It's yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah. like, Just have your back at all moments. Yeah. It would be like, Yo, yeah. if you died unacceptably, unexpectedly, you would take care of their kids. Sean, I want you to have my back, but I know you were working on your back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, my rational fear. Um, mine's kind of similar to Jack's rational fear. I, I just think someone's going to break into my house in the middle of the night. That's not rational. Irrational. Oh. Irrational. <laughs> <laughs> someone's going to break into my house in the middle of the night and shoot me. And then as I got older, I thought about it. I was like, why the hell would anyone want to break in my house and just shoot me for no reason? But when I was a kid, I was like, someone's going to like maybe break into my house tonight and shoot me. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. it'd be like a Tuesday night. I'd be like... What if tonight's the night? Like when Sean Taylor died, I was like, oh, it's going to happen to me, bro. That like, freaked me out for a long yeah. time. Dude, for a long time, my biggest fear was like, if you didn't hear from your parents or like your parents said they would be home at 730 and it's like 737, you're like, holy shit, they died in a car accident. Like, who am I, li- who am I living with now? Every time one of my siblings or one of my parents goes on a flight, I'm like, I get so nervous. Dude. I'm like, dude, if they died, like, uh, uh yeah, like a year ago, my dad had his knee replaced, and it's a long procedure. It's like three hours to get your knees replaced. And I remember I was texting my mom. I was like, "Is he out yet? Is he out?" And then after he's out, he's like, "Is he is he up from the like? Is he is he woken from the anesthesia? Like, what what is going on? Like, yeah. you're so worried in the moment, even though like like that procedure's happened like a million times, and it's usually a million times like okay but in that moment you're just like oh my you probably stressed God. her out more though no i wasn't like but like i was stressing out but yeah. she, my mom was worried her off her ass herself my dad flew back recently from a work trip and he didn't say if he got there my mom didn't say if he like landed like like got home and stuff so like i woke up the next morning and no one had said good morning and i was like dude did my dad die and then was this when you were living at home too I, no this was like recently and i texted i was like yo like 
is my dad back? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> How about you let me know that you landed, all right? That'd be sick. That That's that's huge in our family group chat. Like, my sister flew to Florida for work. She texted in the group chat, like, leaving. Landed. Like, yeah. Both times. You got to do that. Yeah. We do that, too. Yeah. I tell my friends to text me when they get home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, like, one of my favorite, like, I always say it when people are leaving for a road trip or even, like, when people are just, like, if I'm going to Arlington or here, like, safe drive. Like, you know, I always, like. Yeah, I say that, too. I'm the worst at texting, though, on a road trip. Like, oh, I made it. Because usually, bad like, about it. you get, I am you have to, like, get there, and you're like, fuck, I'm at the Airbnb, I'm at the hotel, like, drop your stuff off, like, what are we doing? Like, you're so amped. So you don't, like, text, like, oh, by the way, I made it. Or when you're home, you're, like, exhausted, and, like, fuck, I'm just gonna, th- I don't want to unload my bag. Yeah. I need to shower, or, like, take a nap, or do something. It's so, like, I don't text, but for flights, I always text, yeah, like, flights, landed. it's easy, because, like, you land, plane. you land, and, like, let's be honest, the first thing you do when you land is you turn the airplane oh, mode off your sure. phone. And then you have 20 more minutes. 20, and you have all these notifications flooding in your phone and you're yeah yeah some some of us don't but it's cool mine is just like espn because <laughs> yeah. i have notifications on for all my teams that's oh a, then my rational one well yeah i i wasn't thinking about like the aging one like that's definitely something like that scares me like just like not being my full physical self when i'm like in my forties and you're like, dang man, like, and not, but I also don't want to worry about, like, I don't want to focus on it when I'm at that point. Like, I don't want to be like, Oh, I was so much better back then. I'm like, what, what? It doesn't like, just be in the moment, just be 43 or whatever. Just be happy with what you are. Um, but more recently it's more of like what makes me in the middle of the night is like, just like graduating from grad school on time. Like just making sure. Cause like, I really just want to like start my life and, have a job and feel like I'm not a college student anymore. Move 700 miles south. Yeah, maybe. Um, and it's kind of like, Please. And, I, <laughs> and, and I just like, I just want to make sure like I'm on track. Cause there's like a lot of things like you have to, like I have to do, like I have to apply for my internship and make sure like it all lines up. And th- that's just what really stresses me right now is. Yeah. I feel like we're at an age where a lot of things stresses us out. Like, yeah, wanting our life to be like more how put we together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like I read something or I might have listened to it and it was like it was just saying, um, you will never be as young as you are now. You will never be as good looking as you are now. Like you will never have this much freedom. Like we have we don't have any girlfriends. We don't have any kids. Like I only worry about myself and stuff. Yeah. And like they say, like, yeah, you'll never see your friends as much as you do right now and stuff like that. So like as much as we like stress, it also bothers me when I stress because it's like this is not the time for me to be stressing because like this is the time like it's supposed to be like the most like the best parts of my life, you know, Mm -hmm. like when I like get older, I'll look back on it and be like, oh, why was I like freaking out all the time like that was like when i was having the most fun and stuff like shit like that i mean i feel like that even we're like 24 25 and it even happens to us now like i think about my high school meme like bro what what were you so like stressed out about and worried about with like how popular you were and yeah it's it's funny right 
who was you were friends with and what girl liked you Your follower like, ratio yeah like you know like why did i care or then like in college like that. in college like yeah, i do too even now like in college <laughs> like what fraternity you were in and shit like that and like you cared about like those stupid little social stuff and so hopefully as i get older i'm like why did i worry so, but and i do feel the same way like i should be more yeah, not to diminish your feelings. That's not no, 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 not at all. I think it's a good way to, I, I try to remind myself with that. Like, Matt, you're never going to have this much free time in your life ever again. Like ever again until you fucking retire. So like, don't be so an, like an uptight, an uptight asshole. Like just breathe, bro. Yeah. All but right. you're still going to, sorry, one final thought. You're still going to look back. Oh, but so much like with positive memories, so many right? positive because like I totally related that in college, like just enjoy the moment. Like you have four years to so just enjoy, it. and I think I did view it that way. But obviously, I stressed over stuff like you said, and I like agree with that. But yeah, like you're still gonna look back on this time like you do to college, at least I hope, and same with high school as a fond memory. Oh, hundred percent. I, I love. Like I was telling, I was thinking, I love this time of my life. I'm like really starting to like enjoy this post-grad life i think i was saying to jack it was like the first time i don't like want to be in caught like like in undergrad anymore like i don't want to be back in blacksburg like i know that's not my place anymore like it'd be weird if i was there <laughs> like it'd be fucking weird you're not going to spring game of course i'm going to spring game <laughs> <laughs> i got I'm one more in me I think, I, might, I think it might be the last one I go last to. spring game yeah until like if I want to bring like, I'll go to another spring game probably, but last one doing like college stuff. Yeah. I was telling Jack, this is the last time we'll ever stay like in a, probably a Blacksburg house or apartment. We're staying with our boy Ben deal. So true. That will be a little sad. I'll be honest. Knowing that'll be like your last time having that type of experience. Yeah. Like, uh, Sean Burrell sent me a picture of the dog pound because they were pre-gaming. And I didn't know anybody in the picture. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> We're old, man. How the fuck do they not know me? I'm a fucking legend, bro. <laughs> well, they know us. You don't know uh, that. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, all right. Next question from Beef Nation. What is better, middle of the night sex or early morning sex? So I think this means like you went to bed. And wake up and have sex. Yeah, like, like middle of the night and then go back to bed versus you wake up in the morning and then have sex. I'm going to go with middle of the night, but I'm conflicted because middle of the night is more like momentarily and like passionate kind of like because it kind of just like happens. But you're also like half asleep. So you kind of like wake up in the morning. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you kind of like are not like fully there because you're kind of like really tired. Middle of the night sex or morning sex? No, middle for me, middle of the night. But it's more like I like the more like in the moment, passionate passion of it in the morning. It's kind of like it, it can be the same, but, you know. <laughs> You know, in the morning, <laughs> in the morning, it can be like the same, but uh, the, the middle of the night is just, I feel like even more spontaneous. Mm. 
and I like the spontaneity. 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 Thank you. What does that mean? Spontane- like Spontaneous. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like nervousing, you know? Jack, what about you? Um, well, I was trying to think about both these scenarios in my head and like how my mouth would taste when I'm kissing them. Cause like, you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night, you're like mouth is dry as fuck. Then in the morning you also have morning breath. Mm. But I think it'd be easier for me to brush my teeth and get back in that bed. So that would like, that's what, that was my final hurdle. So I'm going to pick morning sex because one, I feel like most of the time you have sex, it's with the lights off. So, you know, something new doing in the morning, it's light outside. You get to see, you get things. To see the other person you wake up and it's like, it's probably, it's a pretty good way to start the day. There's worse ways Whoa, to start the day. Boobs. Yeah. Or, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think I need to say any more. Steve just kind of summed it up for me. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think morning, um, it's just, you know, it's, it's quiet. It's peaceful. You hear the birds chirping and you know, there's things to do after you can lie in bed, you know, pillow talk when you're fucking in the middle of the night, you're just going to go right back to bed. She's a little carnal to me. I think it's more romantic in the morning. Yeah, I mean, both any. are great. <laughs> like any sense. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm not saying no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've always been like a big morning sex guy. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like how, huge. Just, no. It's funny because this. <laughs> Because what? We were talking about having morning wood. He's like, I love jerking off the morning. I've got the biggest boner ever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's true, dude. You wake up bricked up. That's a little insight on how a guy's bodies work. Insight <laughs> on how a guy's body works. Okay, girls, we wake up hard as fuck. Do something about it. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a tool. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> Do something about it. Do something about it. <laughs> I like, uh, yeah, no, mo- I'm a morning sex guy. Because um, for me, I like waking up and the first thing I see is like some, like the girl I love and like they're still like asleep and then they're like, they slowly wake up and they're like, hi. And you're like, hey. And then, yeah, and then I think it's more spontaneous than middle of the night sex. For me, it's like middle of the night's like, wake up, like, let's fuck. Whereas opposed, not that that like, you know, whereas like in the morning, it's like, oh my God, like, hi. It's like I'm seeing you for the first time. And so like stuff like that. And like, it's always cool when like, sometimes I'd be like, Oh, my breath smells bad. And they're like, I don't give a shit. Come here. Let me plant one on you. <laughs> so I don't know. I always found it like way, like very romantic. And then, yeah, like how Jack said, like afterwards, you can just lay in bed and talk, go get breakfast. I'm ravenous after that. Got to fill up on some protein. Um, and yeah, and just like the sun's on your face. I don't know. Is there a better way to start your day than like having sex with like, Making love with the woman of your dreams? <laughs> what? <laughs> you put it that way, no. But what if I could you're tell just, you? Sorry, you're, Jesus. No, no it's it. good. You're no, but what, what, you're what if I, what if I could tell you? You could, you could start out your day with making love with the woman of your dreams, but at 2 a.m. Yeah, so ideal <laughs> th- it would be like we have sex at night, I wake up, have sex again. <laughs> And then, like, it's lunchtime and we bang again. All right. All right. All right. right. 
<laughs> You're uh, funny. You know that? <laughs> You're funny. Thanks. Uh, I'm back on uh, Stevie's side, though. I and like it's like a two a.m. or even like. A three, four, five a.m. and like you're not like waking them up, like how you said, like you wake them yeah, up. Yeah, I, don't, I, I think don't it's in like you're both kind of tossing, turning, and you just happen to find each other. Yeah, don't and, get me wrong, I like, and then, the like things just kind of start to like happen, and like I just think that's like so hot and like kind of raunchy, but like a little ratchet too. But I don't know, you know, like I'm a freak. <laughs> things just like things just get going. <laughs> And then, like, what up in the morning? You got like shit to do. Like, I got nothing to do at five a.m. or two a.m. Just because you're not a grinder like me, bro. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> lamo. Wake, wake up and stack paper, dog. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Matt, Matt's grinding movies at five a.m. <laughs> Honestly, bro. So I like the middle of the night. Like the morning is kind of nice, but like, what if you got shit to do or like go to work? Like, what if it makes me late? You to make work and time I'm for the woman you love. Right at three a.m. when we're tossing and turning and things just start happening that's not making time that's making the best out of a bad situation <laughs> no i think it's making time in a great situation mm -hmm. i like both i, I mean both. I, beggars can't be choosers like i'm good with either yeah i'm good with either Wait, if, she my want, arm, fine. if she we wants to have sex this morning if fine. she wants to have fine. sex with me i'm probably in <laughs> oh baby have to have sex this no, morning no not again i really like gotta log on to my computer that's Eight feet away. All right, reeling us back in here. Really? Uh, this is the last question we have. So again, shout out to Beep Nation for sending a bunch of stuff in. We're sorry if we didn't get to a question you sent. So this kind of has to do with relationships. And I think um, when you're in a relationship and maybe, I don't know if it's like when you're past the honeymoon phase or definitely just like when highs and lows in a relationship, when you're in a low and maybe you're not feeling it as much, when is it time to break it off? Like as soon as you're kind of not feeling it, do you instantly break it off? Do you wait to see if like an up comes back? Like kind of what's your, what do you do when you hit kind of a low and how you're feeling about your relationship? You don't immediately break it off and you also don't wait until it starts to get better. You talk about it. Um, I think. That would be... You do talk about it? You talk about it like as soon as you're in a low? Yeah, if like you think the relationship isn't going the way you want it to. Or you, and I think it's sorry, really... Um, you know, if this is like a committed relationship, this isn't like, you know... Yeah, like you want to be with this person. No, you don't just like cut it off immediately. Um, yeah, you got to talk it out. That's, I think, the best thing you can do. It sucks uh, not knowing what's going through, like, your partner's head and stuff. Um, if you can... Like, if... Like, getting blindsided. But... Let's say, like, you uh, broke up with your, like, significant other. And in their eyes, it came out of nowhere. But in your eyes, it didn't because you were going through so much in your mind yourself, but you never spoke about it. That isn't really fair, I don't think. Okay. Um. So I think you should just talk about it and be like, yo, babe, <laughs> something's off. <laughs> Stuff like that. I, I can get behind that, but I, I think you got to be careful when you bring it up. 
I also think like there's way more factors to this. Like depends like how long you've been dating, right? Or like have you guys been fighting a lot? Like what's like why is it in a low? Yeah, is it in a right. low because there's like tension between the two of you, like a disagreement? Is it something that like a big thing about the relationship that you know you guys don't see eye to eye on and are just like leaving the elephant in the room, or are you just like in a funk? And you're just like not feeling it right now. But is it just like one of those stretches where like you're just like, eh, I don't know. Because that's going to happen in every relationship, right? Right. Like, is it even worth it to bring it up? Right. If you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, right. this is just one of the lows. Like, I'm just kind of like going through the motions. But like a high is going to come. Now, if that low stays for like an extreme ex- extended period of time, hmm. then I think you have to bring it up. But if it's just like a couple weeks, you're like, ah, I'm just going through the motions right now. Like. I don't know. Because if you bring that up, aren't you going to stress out your significant other? That's a good point. You got me there, Sean. But I'm not trying to get you there because I think you're right. Because I do <laughs> think like, I do think it is kind of fucked if one person is like so like out of the blue that we broke up and in your head, like you you knew and you were just like going through all this in your own head. Like, I do think that's like a little messed up. Cause like I've like been in a relationship like that, but it was also because we were like arguing a lot. So I thought she kind of knew like this isn't working. Cause like we're fighting all the time mm. and I don't think I'm someone that like fights very often. Uh, but to her, it was off like, like totally out of left field. So I feel like I should have like maybe talked about it more. Same. So I do like get that for sure. But I just think there's so many different factors to each relationship that like, we can't answer, right? So I think it's, it's a case by case situation. Yeah, we can't answer, so don't ever ask us this question. <laughs> no, it's it's all it's all yeah. It's very circumstantial what you're going through in your life, what you need. If you feel like like this is a time in my life where I have to be single, like clearly speaking, Mike. Sometimes it's tough to, but no, I I'm more on your side of yeah. You should probably communicate. I mean, communication is just absolutely key in relationships it's essential bro yeah and i feel like the where a lot of relationships fail at our age is poor communication or or just inefficient communication about things that we're really trying to avoid talking about like emotions that we're really trying to not like we don't want to talk about and i feel like that what is leads to um, like miscommunication and like things being felt different ways between people. So you, I think communication at a young age and relationships is huge and where you're at is always important to like be expressing. If you're feeling in a funk about the relationship, there's probably a reason it's not probably not just coming out of left field. It's probably just not like some random emotion. So, and like, if you're feeling like I'm in a funk, I don't want to be in this funk neither does your partner. So like talk about it and they'll want, like you guys can like work together to try to come to a common goal that whatever that you guys are trying to achieve. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, everything you guys said. And I think for me personally, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I don't like live in the shadows when I have an issue. So if there's a conflict that arises, I would like to address it as soon as possible. Like if you're in a fight, I'm not the type of person that's like, let's save this for later. I'm the type of person that's let's figure this out now because saving it for later just let means letting it affect every other part of our life rather than just hatching it out right now, having that difficult conversation and then moving from that moment. So I would say 
yeah, you may, it, not, it might not always be the right time, but like Sean said earlier, you make time for the people you love. So make time for the person, even though it's a difficult conversation, have it with them because you care about them. Right? even if it isn't a low point, you still have feelings of empathy and compassion for them. You're not going to want to see them be done wrong. So have the conversation, approach it in the best way you can, but don't put it on the back burner. It'll only fester, get worse. Yeah. Just something like I've, I've noticed about my, like myself and like my last relationship that I was in is like, I was going through shit that was like stressing me out and giving me anxiety. That wasn't the relationship. And I didn't like talk about it like with my significant other. And I, I think my anxiety and stress and other things like came out in like probably like unhealthy ways and added probably different stresses to the relationship. So like, I feel like it's just like always important. Like even if you're just feeling low as not about the relationship, just like you as like a person, Yeah, you know, like I'm like, for example, like I was trying to find someone to like sublease my apartment in Blacksburg and I was having a really tough time doing it. And it was extremely stressful and extremely anxiety inducing. Cause I was worried about all this fucking rent that I was going to have to be liable for if I didn't find someone. And I don't think I did a good job in my relationship of expressing about how, like how much that was really causing me anxiety mm -hmm. and like really affecting me. So I think it's just always important to talk. If you're in a relationship, always important to talk about the different emotions and the different, um, you know, problems. Feelings. Yeah. Different problems that you're going through in that moment, because if you don't, I, I think it's going to come out and affect that person in a different way. One could say it's important to express your emotions and feelings. Thank you, Beef Nation. That was us expressing our emotions <laughs> on feelings on episode 25. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you uh, took something away from it. And again, always send in your questions, leave a review, keep following along with us. We'll keep doing our thing. We love you. Have a great week. Catch you all on episode 26. Bye, cuties.